God, hello, hi, welcome. My name is John Ali, and you are officially tuning in to the very first podcast episode of On Track, my interview series where I talk to some amazing queer talent and get to know them a little bit better. Now, little disclaimer, most of these episodes were recorded pre-pandemic, so if there's any confusion about dates or releases or anything mentioning about touring and you're wondering why it didn't happen, I think you can make the assumption as to why. <laughs> we are kicking things off with non-binary superstar Shav, who I absolutely adore. They've been touring with Dorian Electra, releasing music of their very own for a little under two years now. We're going to dive in, get to know them a little bit better, find out what they got coming for us in the near future, and you're going to absolutely love it. So let's get into it. Hello, this is John Ali, and today we are on track with formerly Brooklyn-based, now Los Angeles-based, non-binary superstar, Shah. You are so good at these introductions. <laughs> You're so good. I want to be you when I grow up. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you doing? I'm good. Happy to be in LA. Happy to be here with you. Thank you for coming to our very empty apartment that we just moved into. Yes. Well, yeah, you were living in Brooklyn and now you're living in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, that's the truth. How is LA treating you so far? LA has been really good. I've, we've only been here for like a month, a little over a month and a half, I think. Um, and it's been really crazy. Like I've been on tour right now with Dorian Electra and just finishing up my first project and yes. starting some working on the second project so i haven't been really here 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 but yeah. like i'm excited for like after pride i feel like i'll be in la and i'll, I'll ask me then yes <laughs> yeah no because you're it's, it's it's brand new yeah but uh no that's exciting what what was like the conscious decision where you were like okay i've had my time in brooklyn i'm going to la okay i mean new york was amazing for me it was like amazing for my career like i learned so much about like you know, I wasn't a musician when I first moved to New York. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was a dancer. I did a, a lot of other types of art. I did some photography back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, and New York just allowed me some space to be around a bunch of people, a lot of which were like singer songwriters and the, like the Rockwood, bitter end scene. And yeah, so I learned a lot in New York. Um, I think that making the decision to move to LA was just like we had it had reached a fever pitch like yeah. I had learned a lot mm -hmm. done a lot the music was getting to a good point and it just made the most sense to be in LA yeah yeah and now you're here you're working yes touring okay yeah okay <laughs> but it but I mean like New York was kind of I guess in a way you want you could say it shaped you in a lot of ways right yeah, yeah. but before Brooklyn was in the picture okay where was it all happening? Okay, I mean, I'm from South Bend, Indiana. It's where okay. Pete Buttigieg is from. Oh, wow. Or like where he was a uh, mayor. I got guess. it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's also the home of Notre Dame if you are a yeah, sports yeah. fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you fucking with sports like that. I love the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 
doesn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I grew up in South Bend, Indiana, and then I moved to Chicago. But I'm a good old Hoosier person. Yeah, yeah. Midwesterner. Yeah. <laughs> Are you an only child? Do you have siblings? No, I'm the oldest of like uh, four. There's four of oh, us. Oh wow! And then I'm like the oldest grandchild of like like 25. Damn. Yeah, it's a big family. So you were like the first of the herd. I said, thank you so much. <laughs> Call me queen. My first single on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> but how, how was life growing up there? Like, was it good? Was it bad? Was it okay? I don't know. It was like, I mean, I think about like middle school, high school. That's like when you really start becoming like coherent person, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. seeing what's up. Uh, and it was like very white, like okay. super, super white where I grew up. Like I grew up very poor and we were in like this apartment complex, but where I lived was very close to this really like affluent like neighborhood. Okay. Um, so they kind of shipped a lot of the people in this apartment complex I lived in, a lot of brown folks, black, Latino, like into this, um, high school. It's like the same high school that Michael Alley went to. It's like, it was like designed by the same people who designed Columbine. It was huge, like mm. 4,000, 5,000 kids. And I don't know, it was an interesting thing, like just being queer, black, very like visible. Like I, I'm, a, I'm very similar to who I was during that time. Obviously yeah. I've gained some, some swag. <laughs> some confidence, some yeah. more self-assurance. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But like, I was still very much like an open creative in that way. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting. I felt like I developed, I started developing the persona of Shav in high school. Like, where I just had to like, I learned how to be likable to people. I learned how to like, I mean, when you're just like black and poor and you having to like animate with like Tuckers and Katie's who do not understand your experience, but you still want to be a part of the, the space. Like mm -hmm. you just learn what it means to put on a show. Yeah. The facade, you know, yeah. facade. And, and, but I mean, in, in doing that, did you find it challenging more amongst like your peers in like a school environment or was it more of a challenge kind of like proving yourself and being comfortable within like a family environment yeah that's a really good question john uh like it's it was two things mm -hmm. it was like i was this person at school mm -hmm. i was this like likable fun loving theater kid who was like involved in so much stuff with a cheerleader and then at home my mom was a single mom mm -hmm. she she really struggled with depression there was four of us at home three of us at the time it's a lot to take care of it was a lot to take care of and i think she you know she grew up poor and black too but mm -hmm. the way that i grew up and was, was starting to become socialized in these like very white upperly mobile spaces there was certainly a wedge between us in some ways you know she thought maybe i was you know don't think you're one of these white kids you know yeah. or you know you have to be a little bit better than everyone else like what's up and a lot of that was really helpful but some of it was like i'm exhausted like mm -hmm. i've been performing all day every day at school and when i get home like can i just can i get a hug can yeah. i get like a can I just be your son? Can I just write? <laughs> it was very that. And she's a wonderful person and a wonderful parent, but it was really challenging navigating both of those spaces. Yeah. And so by the time I got to New York um, and I started really wanting to like do art in a meaningful way, I had to like reconcile those two okay. because it wasn't, I couldn't be separation of church and state anymore. Like it didn't serve me very well. It kind of split my emotional energy Yeah. that, and that took away from my art production. And so 
really Shab is born out of those two spaces and like this is what it is. Amazing. I find that it's a common, almost a common thread with almost everyone I've been talking to, mm -hmm. that there was that kind of separation between family and what they were experiencing out, outside of it. Yeah. Um, but in the, at, the, at the same time, there was like a, a balance with that everyone found within themselves mm -hmm. in that. So that's always, that's always actually nice to hear. And in that, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of tough skin building. Oh my God, yeah. You're building up like, I feel like in a lot of ways, queer people are just, they grow their strengths a little bit faster. Oh my God, yeah. Because we've, we have no choice. Um, Come on now. <laughs> Come on, Pastor John. No, that's, but it's, that's facts. It, it's just true. It's like there's a lot of things that straight people don't necessarily have to go through yeah. at such a young age, whereas we just have no choice. Yeah, we have no choice. And no one's teaching us how to. It's kind of we're navigating it and figuring it out. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that, like there's no like map. There's no nope. like blueprint at all. And I think that like you know, being in the space I am now, like really starting to release my first music into the world, being on tour with Dorian and, you know, meeting so many of these young queer kids. Yeah. They are like so thirsty to see themselves yeah. in the things that they consume. Like, mm -hmm. it's really quite like, I, like I, I had a full conversation with my friend Sarah before you got here today about like, you know, there's like new little fans who like message me and they're just so excited to see me animate my femininity in this way or my masculinity in this way they just feel so seen and i think that like in some ways i hope to give them a little bit more peace of mind peace of mind more education than i had yeah um it's i mean it's funny that you mentioned that because it's just it's very much the objective it's a know? little it's because I, I what i'm hoping is that it's becoming a lot easier oh yeah because if i had the amount of just like queer references references yeah. visibility mm -hmm. that we're getting nowadays i feel like it would have been a, such a difference oh my for gosh. me as growing up because we had we didn't have too much to look up to um but that's that's it's nice to know that that despite all the good and the bad we still find ourselves as these beings willing to put ourselves out there and the the ways that Ooh. you're doing it the way i'm doing it the way all everyone you know is it's so nuanced it. yeah you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I think that, like, um, you know, it's, I still am very much a work in progress, mm -hmm. you know, like, I feel like I play a character that is very sure and, mm -hmm. like, doing the fantasy and, but I hope that people read in the context of, like, me on Instagram or me in some of these songs and my lyricism where, like, I'm still very much figuring this out. Like, yeah. I still feel wildly embarrassed sometimes about my femininity. Mm -hmm. I feel wildly embarrassed sometimes about the way that I animate myself because I have been stewing in a solution of heteronormativity for the last, you know, 30-some years. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and I'm still learning, you know? Yeah. But that's perfectly fine, yeah. and that shows vulnerability. And that, and like I said, like no one, I don't think anyone wants to relate to someone who's like perfect and knows exactly what they're doing. Right. So it's kind of nice to hear that. Like, listen, we're all just out here trying. Facts are facts. Yeah. <laughs> so what led you? I mean, you, you, like you said, you've always been a creative. Yeah. You've always been embracing that part of yourself and exploring. What kind of led you to pursuing this artist project the way that you're doing it now? Oh my gosh, it's like so many things. Like I am a multimedia artist. Like yeah. I really like all the things, the visuals, the performance of self, the performance of the live show, the music, you know, like when you meet me, like yeah. what do I smell like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was this moment like uh, 
Dorian was telling me about like the first time they met Charlie. Uh-huh. Um, and they like, you know, it was like kind of a cool moment for them. And they remember so much of that moment. They remember yeah. what Charlie smelled like. And so I always think about like, oh my God, like that is such a real thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm like, what do I smell like? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying all these fragrances. <laughs> you want the, the you want the scent, you want the sight, you want yeah. the, you want you want, I want all the whole it. the whole experience. And <laughs> I really love that about art. Like uh-huh. I love I love because art is language to me. Like mm-hmm. you can use this color to express this thing. You can use this color to express this thing. You mix those colors together, then you have like a nuanced experience. And to me, like I try, I did so many type of things. You know, I started my career as like like a conceptual artist doing like installations that were like experiences. You walk through the space. I had some sculptures. Like some of these are from my first exhibition. Amazing. Uh, and then like I realized that like oh my god, like I feel like I could do all the things I want to do just being a pop persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look in in my space right now, you're not here, (laughs) those of you listening, but like I have a ton of like calendars. So I'm going to paint the picture for them. (laughs) You on your wall, you have this huge piece of paper and written is in structured sections. Oh my God, yeah. TV people, chat, pop project, action items, and everything is listed yeah. as a to-do list. <laughs> it's pretty neurotic. And it's not just like a little one, two, it's like legit filled out yeah. to the very, every inch of this paper is filled out. Yes. <laughs> me, and my, me and my partner, Rick Marcello, who is also like my creative partner, uh, my manager, even though we're trying to find an, an, another mm-hmm. manager for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like my creative coordinator and also who's now my day-to-day manager, Liz, we have so many ideas of how we want to do this project. Yeah. You know, um, I'm getting ready to release my first full length like project. It's uh-huh. like eight songs. It's coming out in I think it's May, but summertime. Some summertime. Okay. Um, and then like you know we're just starting to think about like okay cool maybe I want to do like some additional summer releases that are mm-hmm. like very summer bops and like how can I build campaigns around all of mm-hmm. these things? Mm-hmm. Like what does it mean for me to like you know create all like a sensory environment like i'm going to be playing all these pride shows yes what am i wearing what designers do i want to be like working with like who's sustainable like there's a lot of moving parts you know including like the logistical things of like getting the tracks prepared and ready for shows live shows you know um and i'm still learning so much in real time so these these lists and like spreadsheets are like very much at the aid of like making sure that we don't miss the things that I want to do because I feel like my artistry is really about, I'm, I'm a brand. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like my background is brand strategy. Mm-hmm. I work for a, a company in Chicago for like six years called the Plumtree group. They were like a web agency and I was on the brand, the brand side, experiential marketing. And I'm wildly interested in building really complex, developed brand strategies. Yes. Like I'm wildly interested in it. And even if I wasn't a pop artist, I would be interested in that space. And mm-hmm. so I really do try to apply it to the pop project. Yeah, no, and, it, and it's, I, I've been talking to this almost with everyone. And I was like, it really is important, especially nowadays, to not just have the foundation, which is the music, because that's what people sometimes are consuming first. Mm-hmm. But they love, they, it only makes it all the better when the accompaniment of that, as far as visuals, as far as the album art, as far as, how everything else is being presented yeah. is so much important as well, just because you need to deliver a, a fully realized package. Well, that's what's really cool about your the way you approach this space. Like, yeah, 
I mean, having the playlist and then also having your own personal playlist yeah, outside yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. And you do it different than anyone I know. It's just yeah. like creating a whole fucking vibe for the playlist. Well, like you said, brand strategy. Bitch. Okay. <laughs> listen, Bitch. I have a brand as well. Okay. Listen. Let them know. <laughs> you can listen to this podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that, that but that that's not what a lot of people don't have that in their yeah. back pocket. So the fact that you have that already and you are well knowledgeable in, in those skills, that's only going to help you. Yeah, and I and, and I don't want it to be a secret. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want it to be a secret. Like how do they do that? Like what is in the sauce? Like you know, I know that in the next few years, my career is going to look wildly different, mm-hmm. and I'm not here to like pretend like. It is not work and that it doesn't take a very thoughtful mind, a thoughtful mind. And I try to share that with a lot of people that yeah. I meet. Like I try to, I'm, you know, I'm working on a project right now, uh, which is maybe premature to even talk about, but like an exhibition in which you walk through a space and you kind of get a little bit of how I approach like conception of an idea to execution to how do we continue to grow that place Mm -hmm. um and i'm i want people to know that especially queer poc artists who don't have a lot of you know you can't go to school for this no (laughs) a lot a lot lot of the times these artists are doing everything by themselves Mm -hmm. and no one is helping them and like i said like they don't have that back pocket so a lot of the time it's them asking lots of questions Mm -hmm. and maybe reading, looking up into it. Like you, it's, it's something you don't, no one teaches you how to do. Yeah. No, no one, no, no one teaches you how to do this. There's no rule book and there's no, you don't know how it's going to be perceived either. Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's, that's that whole other thing. But, uh, it's, it sounds like you have a fully realized idea of, of how you want the visual uh, accompaniment to like, partner with the music yeah i mean i i try really hard to i i also can't be afraid to pivot obviously Mm -hmm. like you know when even when you think of like any time a pop artist adds something to the lexicon of pop culture Mm -hmm. that changes the sauce of your formula Mm -hmm. you know gaga putting out stupid love (laughs) completely changes the minds and what people are primed to receive yes and so when you have that additional knowledge you have to not be afraid to like pivot some things that you we're thinking you want it to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now, for now, when you first started, I mean, you have about three songs out now. Yeah. Like Patient Zero, London Baby, mm-hmm. and Kicking Kick on, on the Floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Look at you. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to, I mean, I love all three. I, 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 I do have a, a little bit of a hard on for London Baby more than I love that. <laughs> Can you tell me, like, what, like, what do you feel I like just, that? there's some, there's this, there's something like, there's like these certain textures in your voice that I think are not necessarily showcased as much in the two other ones where it's just like, I feel like you're really showcasing a different side of your voice that is just so like effortless feels like it feels like really like beautiful and paired with like the production. It's like really, it's like a really nice magic moment. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. It's so good. Thank you. And honestly, I I think I said this in my review for when I put it on the queer necessities playlist, but it kind of reminded you, Gave me like early like uh like uh for like early Pharrell vibes. I was like, my, yeah. <laughs> my producer Brett Castro would be very happy to hear that. I'm no, sure. yeah, but like in the best way. I was like, yeah. this is what I wish Pharrell was sounding like now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Pharrell. Though. No, but, no. <laughs> I, there was no shade. It's, but it's just what I meant. Yeah. Uh, well, dude, thank you so much. Like putting out London Baby as like. Well, 
so I put out two singles, uh-huh. um, just to tr- like try them out and uh-huh. kind of start releasing stuff. Queen, kicking on the floor, and, and patient zero, and then London Baby is like the first official release okay. to the project totally that I'm going to be releasing. Okay, and so it's certainly a vibe change mm-hmm. from like patient zero or the other or the track. Um, and I was really, I, I really nervous about it. And it's also one of my favorite songs that I've ever written because of that place, you know. Yeah. You, you could be the wine, but I will always be the star. Do you never be the sun? You, we have so much fun, but I can never give you life. I'm not that kind of life. London baby is like, and the the chorus is like, I'll meet you in London, baby, uh-huh. when I'm through with LA. Uh-huh. You know, it's really about this place of like so much in my life and in my career. I felt like I had to compromise with people. I felt like people saw the things in me that they liked and ignored the rest, leaving me like very incomplete. Mm-hmm. You know, in some ways. And London baby is a song for me that's like, I'm like letting that the things go. Like I'm letting people go who don't serve me well yeah. i'm i'm listening to my heart and i'm inspired by my own optimism for the future yeah. and that's like that's the vibe i was hoping to communicate in london and, and there's like you know a couple other songs on the project that really kind of like speak to that place i have a song on the project called bass and flings which is like very like similar to that place it's okay. like uh just like living in yourself you know that moment I, the thing that i love about you know the music i'm making at the moment it's very much about your relationship with self. It's uh-huh. like, you know, the Basin Flings, the song I was just mentioning, it's like a song that's like, yo, like when you are feeling the most comfortable in yourself, you're at that party, you're the right amount of drunk or you didn't drink tonight, but you feel just good. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and you're just like living in yourself and you just, you feel safe. You feel hugged by your own movement. Mm-hmm. You're dancing in that space. Like, I really love that place, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I really know it's hard for a lot of queer people, a lot of POC people to get there. To get there, yeah. And when you get to that moment, it's just so it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's, a beautiful it's like thing. Um, you're like an unstoppable feeling. Yes, you're totally. Like, I could do whatever I want. A bit, okay, <laughs> and some, and some. You know, <laughs> no, that's so beautiful. I love that. No, and 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 it, I mean, I feel that in listening to London Baby, and I. I'm excited to hear what else you've yeah. got coming. So you said there's like an eight track yeah, eight, a, project coming? Project, yeah. So I mean, eight, eight tracks is like a solid, like it's basically like an album. Yeah, standard. it's like, I mean, you know, we're always just like really, I'm personally like, my team doesn't care. They're like, whatever you want to call it, you can call it whatever yeah, you yeah. want. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm always scared to like call things an album mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is an album. Yeah, because then there's like that like extra whole thing. thing. Yeah. And then like an EP just doesn't feel like it's a, like I'm putting like some energy and some yeah. time to curate these eight mm-hmm. songs. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels a little bit more considerable than an EP. Yeah, not the shade EPs, but yeah, um, yeah like uh, I, I for this project I work with uh, largely my producer Brett Castro. Okay, um, 
is so amazing. He's like an amazing producer on his own and he has his own music project as well. But like us together is just like a whole other thing. Yeah. You know, like I work with a lot of people. I work with just a lot of other people. And it was funny when I started doing this project, Totally, which is the name of the uh, the project. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was really wanting it to be like very saturated pop, like sugar, you know, like anthemic as like yeah, yeah. on the floor. You know, I had just been on like the, uh, I was on the Dorian tour when me and Brett were really starting to work together, the first flamboyant tour. Uh -huh. And so like, I'm obviously very influenced by like PC music. Yeah, yeah. And, like just like that sugary Kim Petras, the gig, you know, and I was hoping and thinking that my first project would be kind of live in that space. Mm -hmm. I was hoping for it. I'm like, yo, but being with Brett, it just like, he just has a very soulful approach to his work. And he's just like, but Chavez, like your voice wants to do that. Like, so stop fighting it. Stop fighting it. <laughs> We're going to make London baby, bro. We're making London baby. So uh, working with him has been like a whole other like experience for me. Like just like getting closer to like who I want to be as an artist. These are yeah. like, my, my first baby steps. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Well, that's nice that you found someone who's who's willing to challenge you a bit yeah. and also bring out the best in you is what I think is happening, yeah. with, at least with the way you're talking about it. <laughs> um, and uh, how does like the process of formulating a song with you two start? Like, is it you're bringing in the ideas as far as like lyrics, themes, and mm -hmm. or whatever? Like, how, how's it? How does it go? Yeah, well, there. I mean, there's so many different ways. Yeah, I, I, I approach songs and in general, um, and I work with like a lot of other people as well. But Brett specifically for Totally, uh, it starts a lot of different ways. First of all, like having conversations like this, uh -huh. I you start recognizing themes in your life. Mm -hmm. You start like when you. I have so many wonderful collaborators and friends mm -hmm. who challenges me and mm -hmm. asks me questions about how I'm animating this life. There's no blueprint. Sean, what are you doing over there? What's working? What do you feel is failing? Yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, I start thinking about, like, what are some common themes that I'm experiencing? What are some feelings that I can't escape even if I try to close that door? Mm -hmm. um, and then I really start crafting. Sometimes I craft a poem. Mm -hmm. In the early days of writing music, I would write a poem and that poem, just like I would like speed it up and give it a cadence. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like a rap. And then I would just add like a poppy chorus to it. Um, and now it's sometimes with Brett, like Brett might have like this banging ass beat. And he's like, yo, like I have this thing. Uh -huh. Me and my, you know, his, uh, his manager, who is amazing, his name is Benny, they sometimes like jam together. And they like were jamming on one, on a little beat. And then they played it to me, played it for me. And um, I was like, yo. What's up? I don't want to brag, but I am something new. I'm like waiting for the FBI to put me in the zoo. <laughs> I said no to the Illuminati. I got shit to do. New pop is politics. And yep, I got plenty moves. <laughs> you know, like, you Amazing. know, when you just like feel that yeah. gig. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, you know, it really comes all types of ways. It's all kind of like based in themes in my life and the themes of the lives of the people that surround me. Yeah. Um, and then there's also like, sometimes I need a goddamn break and I will write a song just to give myself a break from mm -hmm. the gig, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, that sounds right there. It sounded <laughs> so much fun. The fact that that's happening just based off you hearing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, go for it. I love that. And you found, it sounds like you, you found people to help to, to do that with. And now you have like this, Product that's soon to be released, and do you? 
I mean, you also like are like I said, we were talking about this before. Like, you are very are a visual person, yeah. so it's like that part of this project exciting for you too. Yeah, it's like really exciting. <laughs> it's like I mean, like I've been waiting for this moment in my career to be able to work with like designers or work with like choreographers and like and finally I'm kind of starting to you know even on the on this board which um, <laughs> we're starting to get to that point where like I'm like talking about like okay what do I want to look like for these shows yeah and, yeah yeah like what are what are the uh, what's projected behind me and mm-hmm. like what's the vibe of like all the social channels and I, I fucking stand it I love that moment I think sometimes it's really challenging because like there's so many things and I and sometimes I wish I could just have like just be that for myself for yeah. a second. Luckily, I have like really great, you know, great teams who help me. Like Liz and Rick are like amazing. They really help me a lot. And then also like the people I do press with a lot, and like people who have supported my work. You, you know, Michael of Michael, like have been very amazing and, yeah. and amazing for my career. And they give me opportunities to be like, yo, like let me do a, a feature in your thing to showcase this art that you made in your single work. Yeah as like something you yeah. know and like uh it's just really special to me i also like really um you know all my single art i work with like a different like i like to work with a lot of different artists yeah. you know and, and a lot of different mediums and um that's always really exciting to me like we were just talking before we got on got on air yeah, and, yeah. You know, i worked on the patient zero art with brian Wolf. shout out to brian shout out to brian we love Wolf. you shout out to his makeup too <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but Brian, like Brian Vu, man, like is one of my favorite people in New York, one of my favorite collaborators, yeah. and just like he is really, really wonderful. I, and he was one of the first photographers that I like really built a relationship with. Yeah, um, yeah. his work is amazing. Yeah. He he knows how to take something that if you could generalize it and want to put it in a simple form, you could see it at just that, but he takes it to such the next level Ooh. every single time Bars. where it's like, you didn't know it could go there. Literally. And it's <laughs> colorful. It's beautifully queer most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's just, it's all the things. And it's also, I mean, also like for Brian and I, we, you know, we shot, you know, we'd had our first photo shoot maybe like four years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like going in between Paris and New York at the time, which mm-hmm. was crazy. Um, but I remember working with him and it's so funny because right now I'm gearing up for like working on the um, the the album art. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's so busy. Like Brian watching his career, his career grow as mm-hmm. well as mine. We've kind of come up together yeah, a lot yeah. of ways. He's like working with Kim. And, yeah, like, amazing. Like slaying it. Like, yeah. Slaying with the kids. And like... I'm actually like using a photo from our first photo shoot um, ever uh-huh. as like the album art as an homage to just like the journey of like making. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I can't wait to send it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> um, no, but he's so, he's amazing, and it's that's like another nice thing. It's like what I also noticed like it's like queer creatives coming together, wanting to uplift each other, wanting to try new things, experiment, throw a wrench into like ideas yes. and just fuck around. I mean, I think that like, I always am just like, yo, like I am not too cool to like work with people. Mm-hmm. Like I think that sometimes in like music and like being in, in the art spaces that sometimes people are like so cool, like yeah. too cool to like even like have the hangs or the chats or throw things at the wall. And I feel like I, 
I hope for like when people interact with me that I'm like, yo, like, I'm like, let's kiki, girl. Like, yeah, are yeah. we about to like yeah. make a thing or not? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just like, I want that vibe for the queer, like, like queer art community, you know, like in general, like it's hard enough to be out here by us, you know, individually, you know, as, as islands. And, you know, I know that queer culture is being commodified a lot in, in the media at the moment. And, you know, sometimes it, it can feel like, okay, is there, is there too many of us? And the tea is like, no, no there's not, there's, there's not. not. And there's <laughs> always room for more and get it, get over here. Yeah. There, like, if anything, I was like, it needs, there needs to be more. There needs to be more. And it, it feels now that there's kind of like the, it's like it's like the Avengers are all coming t- together and like we're all like getting ready for like to like knock it light out it up yeah I mean that's I mean I feel like that's a full tea like John is in here yeah, you yeah. know Matthew Dean Stewart Matthew is in this bitch Matthew Dean Stewart is a wonderful photographer he shoots all the videos and helps me with the sound and takes all the beautiful pictures that we do uh, so shout out to Matthew Dean Stewart I hate you so much bye <laughs> but like I mean but it's really cool I mean because like it's so easy for people to feel too cool or yeah, whatever yeah. but like being able to like I mean I know y'all from New York yeah and like and here we are in LA, here we are in LA. <laughs> like, it's so wonderful and it feels comforting you know and as I've been on tour with Dorian and like we're getting ready to go to Europe for a month long tour. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, but going to all these fucking cities, we are here. Yeah. Like these kids are here yeah. and waiting and thirsty for it. Oh and my it's God. so comforting. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I got to see uh, you guys do the first round of the Flamboyant yeah. tour. And I went to the New York show at I swear. And our first show, which was our first show. The first one, yeah. Yeah. And that shit was bonkers like i thought i had an idea of how it might go and then i was like nope that wasn't the idea (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh my god i like didn't know like i i live for dorian dorian is doing things that literally no one else is doing it's a whole other level it's a different level amazing 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 the fantasy is to the it's like redefining the word fantasy oh my gosh and love everything that Dorian is doing. Um, shout out to Dorian. Um, but no, that, that show is so much fun. You know, I mean, big shout out to Dorian Electra. Like, they are, like, seriously, even if I wasn't friends with them or, you know, working, like, dancing for them mm-hmm, and also mm-hmm. performing at their after mm-hmm. parties, um, I would be a genuine fan. It's really such a cool universe to plan. And, like, going to all these cities and, you know, like, it's so interesting because, you know, Dorian is like animating themselves however they want to, you know, like they're kind of showing the spectrum of, you know, what is just being like being, a human, being a human, fucking with the gender norms, like making people think so much more than they probably ever would be. Yes. Yeah. And then you pair that with like me as their backup dancer and then Baby Angel 69. Okay. Shout out to also Baby Angel. Just 69. Love those booty pics. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, you know, me and Baby, like as like, you know, for the, some of the shows we, you know, we backup dance for Dorian yeah. for the shows. And then like, we have a lot of after parties. Yes. And then me and Baby, who are also, we're just like our own pop artists. Yes. And yes. we perform. Format those, which we have a New York show coming up, so you have to come. I know. Um, you're like, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's really cool because, like, you know, me and Baby have a complete different yeah. way that we approach the choreography. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, when I hit a stage, I'm giving me fantasy. I'm giving uh-huh. you femme. Yeah. I'm, I'm waking at the audience. Yeah, I'm giving yeah. the whole tea. And then Baby is kind of like, kind of like very grown, 
very sexy. He's very little, little little mouth pout. Little mouth pout. He loves a mouth pout. <laughs> he loves a mouth pout. Um, but it, it's really fun. I feel like for the kids who come to the show and the folks who come to the show to see like on that stage three bodies who are animate animating their gender mm-hmm. expression mm-hmm. in such varied radical ways it yeah. becomes like such a fucking it's a punk show yeah it's totally like dorian's punk. show is a fucking punk it totally show is. it's so rock yeah yeah no and the and the energy everyone is feeding off of it in that room like at some point dorian is like floating around the <laughs> audience <laughs> And like I'm like, oh my god, what's happening? I, just so you know, I'm stressed every time. <laughs> I was stressed. <laughs> they they, are, they crack me up because like they are just so committed to their fans and like they like we'll be in like kind of a smaller city where like it's a sold out show, but uh-huh. it's just like you know it's maybe 300 kids. You mm-hmm, know, it's like a, mm-hmm. it's a smaller room, and like you know they'll be like, okay, but like. I'm not going to do it tonight. You know, we have a show tomorrow. I'm not going to crowd surf tonight. And then, like, they'll, like... Just go for They'll, it. like... They'll see the look in the, these kids' eyes, and it's like, well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay? I'm going to do it. And so, it, it's just... It's LOL. It's a it's a good time. Like... I, and I was talking to Jorian. I was like, you're going to some of these cities where, like, like you said, sometimes it's going to be a smaller crowd. Yeah. And, you know, but, like, you're providing... It's more work than just promoting the the work that, that they're doing, mm-hmm. putting this out there in places that not maybe that doesn't don't have these type of communities. They're providing like a space. Brooklyn does, like the LA, like mm-hmm. LA does. Like it's a very so much smaller community, and they're going to like. Yeah. I, I've learned so much about the way that they approach their touring. Like they they are going to these places that aren't aren't these mm-hmm. you know metro tw- you know mm-hmm. poles as LA, New York, Chicago. And like they're they're bringing in this whole radical idea, you know, in their music and in their expression. And then like they do like small little details. Like mm. they have all the doors. They'll put a sign up that say uh, non-gendered restrooms. Mm-hmm. Like they are. There's a million things that are going on mm-hmm. in a show. Mm-hmm. Like from the sound to the look, the makeup. There's so many things. And they're like, okay, make sure that all of these doors say gender neutral. Yeah. Like that's a that's a radical thing to be like, yo, that needs to happen. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And I think that like feeling in that space and just like that sense of openness and feeling like you can truly be safe. We were talking about a song that I have that kind of lives like talks about that space. It really mm-hmm. is so important for these people who come to the show. Yeah. And and I'm I'm sure that's influenced just everything that you're doing. Oh my gosh. Being able to see it and be on the road and I can only imagine you want to be doing it for yourself. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, Dorian is really great because, like, we're, we're again, we're performing at the after parties a That's lot, right. and they're big after parties. These yeah, are not yeah. like bitch ass. They're no, like these kids are ready. These kids are ready. <laughs> they're 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 big. They're, they're, they're as big as the the main show. Yeah, yeah. And it, it it really is amazing. Like I, they give such amazing opportunities to you know people that they've been working with for years and years. Like I meet like. I was just chatting with their uh, their tour, their current tour manager, Becca, and you know, and Becca was just like, "Yo, like I was friends with Dorian, you know, 
back in the day. Like they were like, I, I knew, I knew them through mood killer and mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, and they've just continuously kept tabs on one another. And like, now they're in this place of like leveling, leveling up and now they're managing the tour. Amazing. You know, and th- I think that's very like, it's very Dorian to be like, oh yeah, let's grow up together. You know, I was just texting with them the other day. I'm getting ready to do a pride festival, which is not fully confirmed, but like, uh-huh. it's a really cool one. It's a, it's a bigger one. And I know that they did it last year and I texted them. I was like, yo, what's the vibe? Yeah. And they're like, yes, do that. It's, it's such, it's so cool having like, just like, they're like my big brother in so many ways. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's so cool to have someone that t- to go to. Yeah. Um, wonderful uh, love dorian shout out to dorian shout out to dorian not a, not enough bad not no. too too many good things to say i'll basically. say one bad thing about dorian i'm not sure <laughs> they're too amazing <laughs> i said i said what i said john i said what i said okay but uh, that's, that's so exciting i mean i mean also just touring like you're touring yeah. like, that's so much fun uh and then you're about to go to you said you're about to go to europe yeah we're in europe for like a month i mean like we're you know because of so much stuff that's going on in the world that's right yeah and so it's like really you know it's really scary but like you know ideally and hopefully and we're fingers crossed we're going to be going to tour and we're going we probably will yeah um we're doing mad cities in europe and we're really really excited it's gonna be really so fun. you got the tour coming up. You got this project coming up. Like what else? Like what else? Yeah, is going on? I mean, is right there now, anything I, else? Like June, I'm playing a ton of Pride shows. I think right now we're talking to Miami. I think they have two Pride shows. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it called it Winwood Pride? Winward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just started chatting with them about yeah, yeah. like doing something there. Um, I, I I'm I think I just San Diego Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm chatting with Chicago Pride. I, I really I love like obviously I'm. Faggity as fuck. So, bitch, you gotta book me. Book, book, book. He is. They are ready to hit the stage <laughs> and slay the thing. I'm okay. Okay, <laughs> I got looks. Um, yeah, and I guess it's just like uh, doing the shows. You know, finishing out this tour, releasing the music. I have a ton of cool releases coming out this this year, and then hopefully in 2021 fall, like I hope to do like my own like kind of shop power tour. Yeah, that's like the big goal. So. I, I told you here first. Hey, right. you're, you're manifesting it I'm man- right now. I'm saying it right now, out loud. It's a goal. It's going to be happening. Um, I 100% believe that. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's exciting. Like, I mean, we got to hear about a little bit about how you got to where you are. We, we know we got a little bit about what's coming. Go see Dorian Electro on the Fine Point Tour and go to the after parties. Is there anything else you want to tell the, the children? Yeah, and just keep uh, supporting queer content like the one that you're listening to right now. It's like so important that we support this type of work and lift it up to the front of the crowd. Um, we matter, our opinions matter, our viewpoint matters, and supporting work like this is really, really, really important. So continue to do it. Like, like and subscribe wherever this you're hearing this video. And I love you. Yes. And where can they find you on all the social media? Yeah, like I'm at Shav, C-H-A-V dot pop, uh, P-O-P. Mm-hmm. And on like all the all the channels except yeah. for Twitter, I think I'm Shav, C-H-A-V underscore okay. pop. So <laughs> if, if you didn't get that, I'll make sure to put it Go everywhere. ahead and link. Go ahead and link them. I'll put all the links And that's up. it. I hope you all are having a wonderful day. Yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. I'm going to hug your... We're hugging right now. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Later. See you later. <laughs> I'm a fashion, huh?
Be designer to put it on my body. Just let me be. 